Entrepreneurs say the darndest things. And in this video, I'm going to share five of the dumbest things that I've heard over the past two years, and actually more than that, after speaking with more than 7,850 health and wellness coaches and entrepreneurs that are keeping them dead broke. And I don't want you to make the same mistakes, so let me show you what they are. Hey, welcome to the Healthpreneur Show. I'm Uriel Kim, CEO and founder of Healthpreneur. You are listening to this because you are a health professional or coach who is committed and driven to growing a successful virtual practice or coaching business online. In these episodes, I'm going to give you the best of the best when it comes to marketing, sales, mindset, business growth in general to help you achieve those goals. So without any further ado, let's dive right in. Now, I want you to watch this video through two lenses. Lens number one is for you as the business owner, you looking at your business and how you are making decisions about moving forward with various decisions. The second one is looking at it through the lens of your prospective clients. So when you are speaking with someone on the phone, the five things I'm about to share with you, you will see pop up for you, maybe just in different words, okay? So just kind of put those two lenses on and look at it from those two perspectives. I promise you, if you really take ownership of some of this stuff, because I promise you at least one of these you're probably saying, and I've used at some point in the past and it's held you back, I promise you if you take ownership for this and recognize like, yep, that was me. You'll make some tremendous strides in a positive direction. Okay. So the first dumb thing I've heard entrepreneurs say is I don't want to use insert tech platform. So we recommend our clients use some really basic tech, active campaign for their emails, click funnels for their pages, and this, and this, and this might change over time. But as of this recording, we recommend using click funnels. And part of the reason for that is because we actually build out all the tech, the pipeline, the funnel for our clients. And we've had people say, I don't want to use click funnels. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, that is the least important thing for you to object to. And listen, I will take ownership that we probably should have done a way better job in many of these conversations to know how to address these objections. Okay, so I'm taking full ownership for our team not being able to address the stuff properly as well. So why is this an issue? Well, it's kind of like you have a client come to you and they say, man, I don't want to use a different type of water bottle than I'm currently using because it's not about the water bottle. It's about the fact that you're learning how to drink more water. In our case, it's not about click funnels. I don't care. It's about understanding that it doesn't matter what tech platform you're on. If the messaging and the offer sucks, the tech is irrelevant. And this is where a lot of newbies get hung up. They get hung up on these little technical minutia details that make zero difference in the long term of their business, even the short term of their business. If you focus on the psychology and not on the technology, you will do a lot better in your business. And very much like with your clients, don't worry about if this is this water bottle or this water bottle, you will do much better if you just drink the water. Got it? The second ridiculous thing that I've heard probably far too much in my years is I already have a lot of this stuff in place. I promise you this is a very valid one for you and your prospects too. I already have a bunch of this stuff in place. That's terrific. Why are we speaking then? And the answer to that is because you don't know how to do this stuff properly. Because it's not about, I have a bunch of this stuff. I like, I know this already. We've talked about it in a previous video. It's how well am I doing this? And it's very interesting because the, the conversation is, I have a lot of this stuff already in place, yet... I'm not in a financial position to hire you. What that tells me is that you have some stuff in place, but it's obviously not doing anything for you because if it did, you'd have the resources to invest in our coaching, etc. So where's the faulty thinking here? The faulty thinking, and I talked about this in our five self-talk statements video, where I think one of the biggest things that holds people back is this I know that already syndrome. This actually just happened yesterday. There's a prospective client who's come to work with us and then she sent us the dreaded email. 
oh, you know, I, I gave it some thought and I have a bunch of this stuff in place already. And I think I need to figure out my own funnel and my optimization and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, that's exactly what we do with our clients. But here's the kicker. She has zero paying clients over the past five months. So what do you think the likelihood of her success rate is going to be figuring this stuff out on her own, even though she already has a webinar and has a funnel, it's not doing very well. Why would someone say that? Well, a lot of the statements I'm talking about here come from a place of fear. They don't want to make a commitment because they're afraid of the cost. They're afraid of it not working out. They're afraid of looking bad because yet another thing isn't going to work for them. And they mask it with statements like, I have a lot of this stuff in place already. By contrast, let me share another example. So we've had some very successful clients that have come to us with a lot of this stuff in place already. One of our clients, Dana, she came in at $20,000 per month and people were like, oh, I wish I was stuck at 20K a month. I'm like, you're thinking small, okay? But she came in with a funnel very similar to what we help our clients build. She could have easily said, I have a lot of this stuff in place already, but she thought about it differently. I'm stuck at this level. There are things I don't know to reach the next level. And honestly, it's a joy to work with clients like that because number one, they're growth-minded. Number two, they already have a lot of the assets in place, which means in the first week, we will create absolute magic for them. So what happened was that instead of being stuck at 20K per month, which she had been at for you know six to eight months, we helped her go from 20K to 100K per month in the space of five months. So what do we do differently? Well, all the tiny 1% nuances that most newbies and people who think they know it all don't even think about. And that's why they stay stuck and that's why they won't get ahead until they get out of their own way and move forward. So in your case with your prospects, someone says, I know I should be walking more. I know I should be drinking more water. I know I should be going to bed and waking up at the same time every day. That's awesome. Why aren't you doing it? Because we're not talking about more information here. We're talking about implementation. And the very fact that you're not implementing it is the very reason you need to hire me as your coach. Because if you want to lose weight, if you want to improve your health, whatever it is, I could have you do the same stuff you already know. The difference now is you're actually going to do it because you're paying. Because when you pay, you pay attention. And the reason you haven't done it up until now is because you have no skin in the game. That's just the way the world works. Okay, so the third ridiculous statement I've heard is, let me just get the money together first, and then I'll come back and hire you. That's That would be like me telling someone like, you know what, let me grow my hair back first, and then I'll come hire you. I'm like, it's never going to happen. I don't think it ever has. I'm going to give you two examples, and I'll show you how this applies to your business with your clients. Okay, when I was still doing enrollment calls five years ago, and she's like, I just got to get some stuff in order first, make some money, get my money where I want it to be income-wise, and then I'll hire you. Well, guess what? Five years later, she finally came back, and she was in the exact same position she was in, and she finally decided to enroll. So five years, and she wanted to make $150,000 in her online practice. So that's $150,000 she was not making. Five years times $150,000 is $750,000 in lost revenue that she could have potentially made had she decided to take action and move forward with our help. Now, I'm not saying she would have made $750 guaranteed, but she would have made a lot more than zero. I, I can promise you that. Uh, we had someone else just actually recently, three years ago, I had a call with us and I noticed she had booked a call again and she was in the exact same position she was three years ago. And this stuff is just very upsetting for me. It's very disheartening. So in your world, that's like somebody saying, this sounds awesome, but I just, I'm going to lose the weight first and then I'll come back and hire you. Let's just say you're a, a weight loss coach. What? You need to lose weight. You haven't been able to do so on your own. I have a solution that you said you know is going to work for you, but now you all of a sudden know that you're going to go do something and lose weight and then come back and hire me and we're going to progress forward. Do you see how ridiculous this is? It doesn't make sense. You don't get the results first and then hire the coach. You hire the coach to get results and you don't have the results because you can't do it on your own. The sooner you realize that, 
the sooner you'll get the results you want. And so it's like, you can't put the cart before the horse. You are trying to do something you don't have the skill set to do. It's like, let me drive the car first and then I'll come back and get my license. Dude, you're gonna crash the car into the wall because you don't know how to drive. That's why you're here doing the driver's course to get your license. And so I want you to think about this in your own life. Where have you used this? It may not just be the money piece. Where have you said to yourself or to someone else, I'm just gonna get this thing done first, like the very thing you're gonna hire them to help you do, then I'm gonna come back and work with you. Because I promise you, everything I'm sharing with you here if you are seeing this come at you as an objection, well, it might be time to look in the mirror because we in life get what we put out. And if you want better clients, you have to become the type of client you want to attract. I get people ask me all the time, Yuri, how do I attract clients who can actually afford me? And my first question to them is, who are you working with as a coach? Uh, I'm not, I'm not working with anyone. Like, are you a hypocrite? Like, so why aren't you working with another coach? Well, funds are tight. So you don't have the funds to hire a coach to help you grow your business. Yet you expect other people to pay you money for you to coach them. Do you see like the fallacy in that? And I'm not saying that like there's this huge pyramid where everyone needs a coach and like you can't coach people unless you have a coach, but I'm saying the objections that you get are the very objections you have in your own life and in your own business. So the easiest way to overcome these objections is to recognize them yourself, take ownership of them and resolve them you first and foremost most. And then you'll see those objections a lot less. Quick little break in the show for you. Are you in our Healthpreneur Hub Facebook group? If not, I want to hook you up. I share some amazing resources in there, including free reports, videos, trainings, obviously more connection to me. And we have thousands of other health professionals and coaches who are in that group actively seeking to grow their business online. If you'd like to join us, let me hook you up with a link. It's healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash hub. That's forward slash H-U-B. Once again, that's healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash hub. Go there now, join the group. And when you're in there, just drop me a little note to welcome yourself. Let us know what you're up to. And I look forward to seeing you inside, connecting with you a little more personally. And once again, that's healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash hub. Now let's get back to the show. The fourth ridiculous thing that I've heard people say that keeps them dead broke is I really want to do this, but I don't want insert sacrifice. And I'll actually give you an example from a client. We were reviewing one of her calls and she's speaking with this prospect. She's like, I'm a 10 out of 10. Let's, I really want to do this. And it gets to the end of the call, you know, where the price is presented. And then all of a sudden she shapeshifted into a different person. And she said, you know what? Um, like summer's busy, it's coming up, the kids are like whatever, and all sorts of bullshit just started coming out of her mouth. And I'm just like, wow, like this is this is awesome. I get the violin out, like play the music. This is this is awesome. And I'm not saying it's just her. This is what all of us do, right? We use this as a protective mechanism to get out of a situation that makes us feel uncomfortable. Because we know now that like, oh my God, I have to commit. So she says this stuff, and then she's like, you know, I need to run this by my husband. I'm like, whatever. So I was, you know, providing some coaching to our clients. And I said, well, you know, what do you think you could have done differently? How do you think you could have addressed that? Just, you know, for context here, if you ever have a conversation like that, where all of a sudden at the end of the call, this person starts bringing up random stuff, you could just say, well, we've only been on the call for 45 minutes. You knew that stuff was happening before we jumped on the call. So why are we speaking? You knew the summer was right around the corner. You knew it was going to be busy. Yet 
we're speaking now anyways. And earlier you said this is a 10 out of 10 must. So what's changed in the past couple of minutes? And it's like, uh, you just catch people in their own web of lies. And it's not about making people feel bad. It's about just getting to the truth of the conversation. Like, why are we talking about this stuff? Like, what are you, what are you afraid of? What's the worst thing that could happen if you did this? So then in a follow-up email, the clients, you know, or the prospective client said, you know, thank you for your time. Like da da da, like, you know, the, the whole swan song. Um, but I, I realized I don't want to give up soy sauce. I don't want to give up soy sauce. There you go. So this client who was uh, riddled with health issues, who said this was a 10 out of 10, had to think about it and talk about her husband, sends an email to our clients and says, uh, I've decided that I don't think I can do this because I, I, the summer is coming up and I, and I can't give up soy sauce. What are you going to do? And you wonder why some people will never change. At least, you know, they'll probably need something far greater, more severe to happen to them in order for them to say, you know what? Maybe I can give up the soy sauce. So here's the thing is... Everything that you want is on the other side of what you're currently doing, right? Because what you're doing right now is you're kind of living this life. Your prospects are living this life that's in a bubble. And that bubble is very comfortable. And living a comfortable life is the biggest pandemic in modern society. Living okay. It's not too bad. No, it's a fucking disaster. In order to change your results, you have to change who you are. If you want to improve your health, let's just be honest. You can't have ice cream every day, right? There's there's no health benefits to ice cream. Maybe if you don't pack on the weight today, there's still no health benefits to eating ice cream. And if you are not willing to make small sacrifices or in some case, larger sacrifices, then you're not going to get where you want to go. And that's totally fine. But don't tell me that what you want is a 10 out of 10 must because you're full of shit. You just don't want it. Because let me ask you this. If your kids were kidnapped and the mafia was like, you have to give up soy sauce or I'm keeping your kids. Would you actually have the audacity to tell the mom boss, you know what? Take them. I'm like, give out my soy sauce. Fuck crazy. No way. No parent will ever say that. And why is that? Because the kids are an absolute must. And so we have to draw the line between like really understanding is what I want a 10 out of 10 must. Here's the acid test. If you are still trying to achieve a goal that you have wanted to achieve for many years, the reality is this. You just don't want it badly enough. It's a 7 out of 10. That's the end of the story. Period. Done. Because if it were a 10 out of 10, you would have plowed through a brick wall no matter what. And so this is this this is one of the biggest things that I've seen hold people back is they're not willing to change, yet they say they want change. And dude, it's not going to happen like that. That's not the way the world works. And the fifth most ridiculous thing I've heard in enrollment conversations is at the end of the call, this is amazing. I definitely want to do this. I just have to check my finances. Really? Are you like a, a day trader? Did your financial situation change in the past 45 minutes? Because I think you might have a pretty good idea, hopefully, of what's in your bank account, of where your credit cards are at before we jumped on the call. And if you don't, that's a bigger issue. But I think, even though most people are completely financially illiterate, I think that most people have a pretty good understanding of what's in their bank account and how much is on their credit card, roughly at any given time. Would you agree? And if you don't, well, maybe you should check your finances on a daily basis. But here's the thing. It's it's not, I'm going to check my finances. It's a smoke screen of like, get me out of this situation. And you know, you can replace check my finances with, I just have to figure a few things out. I have to get a couple things in order. These are all very polite, safe ways of getting out of a conversation that otherwise is making somebody feel uncomfortable. And listen, I'm all for making people feel uncomfortable because if they're not uncomfortable, they're not changing. I'm not here to make you feel comfortable. I'm here to make you feel that this is the best path for you. Is it going to be comfortable? No. Why? 
because you've never done this before. If you've never worked out in your life, is it gonna be uncomfortable when we start? Uh, yeah. And if you lie to someone to be like, oh, you're not gonna muscle soreness, you're gonna feel amazing. They wake up the next morning, they can't even move. Refund, please. No. Your goal is not to make people feel comfortable in the decision. Your goal is to make them feel safe. Safe that they're making the right decision for their better future, for the bigger version of themselves. But they should be okay feeling uncomfortable. They should feel knots in their stomach making this decision. So when we understand that like all a lot of the stuff I'm sharing with you in this video are smoke screens for the bigger issue. The bigger issue in all sales conversations is number one, I don't trust you. And hopefully if you're using a perfect client pipeline, a lot of that is mitigated. Second thing is how do I know this is gonna work for me? And in a coaching relationship, the beautiful thing about that question is, well, I don't know, you tell me, why will this work for you? Well, I don't know. I mean, nothing else has worked for me in the past, huh? Well, that's a little bit alarming for me as a coach because I know I have this proven process that's worked for hundreds or thousands of clients, but I need to make sure that you're the right client for me to take on here because my reputation is at stake. I don't need someone who's going to come in and add another, you know, this didn't work to their, to their resume. Now, I'm not saying it's, you know, we don't have to tell them that it's their fault. In a coaching relationship, people have to take ownership for the fact that they have to show up and get results. If you are promising people specific outcomes, it's disintegrated. Like, you it's, I don't even know what the word is. It's, it's not an integrity, but you can promise them that if they show up and do the work following your system, they it's impossible for them not to. And that's the difference between business and physical transformation. If someone were to do, like let's say I was a fitness coach and helping people transform their body. I could tell someone, listen, if you do push-ups every single day, I can guarantee you with 1 million percent certainty, I will put my house on the line. You can have my kids. Maybe you don't want my kids, whatever. That in 30 days, you will be able to do more push-ups than you can today. I can say that without a shadow of a doubt if you follow the plan, which is doing these push-ups on a daily basis, right? God forbid your arms fall off. But if you like, if you do the push-ups every single day, you it's physically impossible not for you to be able to do more push-ups in 30 days. So you can guarantee someone an outcome if they follow your process, but you can't guarantee them the outcome no matter what, right? So in a business context, people are always asking, well, what's the return? Like, what's the guarantee? I'm like, dude, you're asking the wrong questions because I'm sure you didn't ask your school when you dropped $300,000 on tuition, what was the guarantee? They're like, uh, I don't know, here's a piece of paper. You can put it up on your wall and uh, open up a practice and be in debt for the rest of your life. That sounds like a fun guarantee. Can you imagine like us or anyone else has a business coaching program, make that type of guarantee? guarantee. Drop 300K, eh, probably won't work, but you'll be in debt for the rest of your life. Sign me up, sign me up. Yet millions of people do it every day. It's just fucking ludicrous. Like it's crazy. So it's not about this not working out. It's about you, the client, or your prospective clients in your particular case, doing the work. Assuming that who you're working with or them working with you has a proven process. Then you have to ask yourself, well, why would I, like if someone's coming to me and saying, well, how do I know this is gonna work? I'm like, dude, I don't need your business. Please like spare me. Do you think that you working with us in any way, shape or form changes my life or my business? No, I would love to help you, but let's be honest. We have the proven track record here. You don't. We have what you're looking for. You don't. So either you work with us and have a little bit of faith that we actually know what we're doing and we have a very good reputation and we're not scammy people or you struggle. I don't care. I'd love to work with you, but 
I'm not going to bend over backwards and, and do party tricks to convince you. If you can't see the writing on the wall, that's your issue. You suffer with it. I don't lose sleep. And this is why we talk about the prize number chases, right? So going back to this whole notion of like, I need to check my finances. I need to get some stuff in order, like, et cetera. All these different ridiculous excuses that we've covered in this video, understand they're usually smoke screens for people's fear. They're fearful of something not working out. And if you can address the elephant in the room on the call, not... I need to think about it. Cool. Let's set up a follow-up. And then you get off the phone. And you're like, I have no clue what they're thinking about. You're toast. They're going to send you the email. They're going to be like, you know, I, I thought about it and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no, let's have that conversation on the phone. What are you afraid of telling me? What's the worst thing that can happen if you did this? What are you afraid of happening if you did this? These are all the different ways of saying the same thing. We're trying to get to the one thing, the one thing holding someone back on, from a health perspective. What's the, what's the worst case when you did that? Like it's a 3000 hour coaching program. Well, like, what are you, what, what are you afraid of? Well, I'm afraid of, I'm afraid of the investment. You're afraid of $3,000 to invest in your health. Do you not believe that your body is worth that? Do you not believe that improving your health is worth that amount of money? Yeah, I do. But but what? Like you don't think this is going to work for you because that's the real issue, right? So what I'm trying to get to you here, and if you like this type of stuff, let me know. I'm happy to create more videos on sales because I spend a lot of my time with this stuff. We've got an amazing sales training program in our health business accelerator coaching program. It's one of the biggest reasons our clients start seeing amazing results with our help is that even if they have a lot of the stuff in place already, they don't understand how to have these conversations. They don't know how to ask these questions. They don't know how to sit in silence and hold space and challenge prospects from a place of love, not pressure. Anyways, if you like this kind of stuff, let me know in the comments. I'm happy to make more videos on the sales and objections and all sorts of stuff because it's the single biggest needle mover in a coaching business where you are speaking to people on the phone. Because if you think about it, and I'll finish with this. If you charge $5,000 for your program and you speak with three people and one of them enrolls, your effective hourly rate is what? $1,666 per hour. That's a pretty good use of your time. Initially in business, up until about 750,000 in revenue, you should do most of the sales calls. It's one of the last things I would recommend getting off your plate because where else in your business are you going to get that type of return? Creating graphics in Canva? No. Uh, posting something on social media? No. That stuff is whatever. But if you can have more conversations with qualified prospects on the phone, there is nothing more important to driving revenue in your business. If you're starting out all the way to, you know, three quarters of a million dollars, there's really nothing else. Okay. I can promise you that. So therefore it's important that you understand how to do this stuff. And if you don't like sales, it's because you don't understand sales. You're not very good at it. But as you start to learn this stuff and as you start to practice, and as you start to understand that selling is serving and it's not closed, it's coaching and helping people become the bigger version of themselves and asking questions to get them out of their own friggin' nonsense so they can move forward to achieving the outcomes they say they want instead of being held back by fear and programming that doesn't serve them. So this is the stuff that jazzes me up the most. If you like it as well, let me know in the comments below. Happy to share some more stuff around this. And honestly, if you have a specific question related to sales or objections, let me know and I'll create a specific video just for you around that topic because... Listen, if you have that question, I promise you thousands of others do as well. So anyways, I'm going to stop talking. I hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, check out the nine-step selling framework that we give our clients. It's called Coach to Close. It's coming up right next, this video, and I look forward to seeing you there. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me in today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. If you have, here's what I'd love for you to do next, is if you're not already subscribed to The Health Burner Show, go ahead and hit that button wherever you're listening to this to make sure you do not miss a single episode coming your way. And while you're at it, why not leave a rating or review? It would mean a lot to me. And here's why. Because I lay in bed awake at night wondering, are you enjoying this show? Do you get a lot of value out of this? And I never really know 
until I hear from you. All kidding aside, I would really appreciate a rating or review because as you know, the more people know about this show, the more people we can help and your ratings and reviews make a huge difference. So thanks for hanging out with me once again and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.